Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy August 15th, halfway through the month, 2023. Today is Tuesday. Life, love, and liberty back with you. There's a lot to be hopeful for in spite of the darkness that looms over the entire country. This is what happens when a country goes into captivity. Don't believe me, just read your Old Testament. But there's good news, even in captivity. There's always good news, especially when we live in the New Covenant gospel, which is the good news (laughs) of Yeshua, the living Christ. Amen. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's good to be back with you guys. I've missed you. And uh, I look forward to sharing some positive things with you this broadcast. That's right. Because you know why? Our Father's still on the throne, amen, and he's still doing some amazing things through amazing people. So I decided I was really tired of seeing people in need and people just kind of passing them by on Twitter, not really answering their gifts and goes or GoFundMes. And so I thought, you know what? After prayerful deliberation, uh, I took to the Father and asked what my role in helping could be, and thus launched a Twitter space uh, through my ministry, Thirst Ministries, which is an acronym for Teaching His Inheritance, Refreshing Single-Minded Truth. Amen. And so the world is filled with voices and with belief systems, and there's about a thousand different ways to get to the Father, which is a bunch of brouhaha that is absolutely not true according to the scripture. And I am a Christian, so I am a follower of Christ. I am a daughter of the Most High Yah, which means that I adhere to the tenets of my faith, not everyone else's, which means it is incumbent upon me to be single-minded, not double-minded, because the word tells us that a double-minded man is un stable in all of his ways. Also, if you're double-minded, you can expect that your prayers will not be answered. So does that sound like something that you want to be? (laughs) Do you want to be double-minded? There's a lot of double-mindedness going on. We're going to get to Georgia in just a minute because that's where I am. But first, the positive news. And there's positive in everything, to be honest with you. And it's not positive it's a positive and negative energy, although that is actually true. That's how that fleshes out in the physical realm. But in the spiritual realm, it's basically truth and lies. That's it. That's all you got. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that easy? Psh, easy button. Love the easy button. Truth and lies. That's it. That's what we got. Light and dark. That's what we got. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Right? That the world is writhing especially in the United States where people have no idea what the heck is going on. Even though some of us told you it was going to get darker before it got lighter. (laughs) And I've been screeching from, you know, the, the top of the city gates that this is coming and that we needed to get into the arc. You should be building your respective arcs in the way of building community, right? To make sure that you have healthcare needs. You've got, uh, food resources, you've got um, child care, you have education, you know, you have support, you have support. So back to Twitter. So 
and I, you know, I asked the father, what do I do? What can I do to help these people who just simply don't have a microphone or amplification? And not that my account is not in like the Google cancer cures at black hole on Google, because it is on Twitter, X, 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 X files. So, but I decided what the heck, I'm just going to try to amplify voices and I'm going for it. So we did. I put a call out for however many people wanted to submit. We would choose five people through my ministry, Thirst Ministries teaching his inheritance, refreshing single-minded truth. And we chose through prayerful consideration, there was a, a committee of us, we chose a committee of my fellow fellowshippers of Thirst Ministries, single-minded truth. We meet every Monday morning at 7 a.m. You're welcome to join us. Uh, we're studying the book of John actually right now, and we love each other. We support each other. We hold each other accountable. Like This is a place for serious growth in your faith if you're interested. Nobody's lording over you. I'm not promising you anything. The Word does plenty of that for himself. Daily, he loads us up with his benefits. Amen. So I don't have to promise you anything. His word promises us that when we seek after his kingdom and his righteousness first, every single thing we need will be added unto us. Amen. So some of you must have been seeking after his kingdom and his righteousness because we chose you. We chose five people through prayerful consideration to amplify the voices of five people who were in need due to medical issues, job loss, you know, couldn't eat. And what we found is that there were just as many lawfare entries as there were people who lost their jobs, um, primarily COVID-related, you know, fallout, which, again, some of us told you to expect moving forward. And so here we are. We're at the beginning of that tidal wave. And so I am very honored and pleased to say that Father brought us five individuals that we could amplify through my Twitter spaces, and we did. And Sunday evening at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we brought five individuals to my uh, audience and said, hey, can you guys help? In the way of resources, ideas, etc., I'm going to give you one testimony, okay? There's a gentleman on in the Twitter ecosystem who lost his son, who was a very healthy, vibrant hockey player, young young man. And he he's in Canada, and he lost his son. You can find his campaign at Answers for Sean. And um, his his son died, and he believed, and it was not too long after his vac- his injection. So he ends up submitting for someone to you through an autopsy. Please help us, please, for the love of God. I know this thing killed my son, right? And he's been on Twitter for a while just trying to get the message out. And what's really shocking is that more people with more of an audience than I have have not picked up the story to to help. I'm not really sure why, other than DeSantis and Trump are probably paying more per clicks with those conversations, not their respective campaigns, although maybe they're doing that too. I don't know. But a lot of influencers are just simply distracted, like the rest of the world, and they're distracting you. And so what happens is people like Dan, who is Sean's father, get they just fall through the cracks. Nevertheless, he sends um, his, you know, the autopsy comes through Dr. Ryan Cole, who's here stateside. Some of you may be familiar with him, a very loud voice on behalf of those of you who have been injured, COVID itself, you know, the, the ramifications of, of, of SARS-COVID. Uh, um, 
and and what happens in long COVID as well as who's responsible. You know, I mean, he's taken a lot of heat here stateside. Nevertheless, he helps this gentleman and discovers that there are spike proteins where spike proteins should not be in this young boy's body and validates without any doubt that the injection was the thing that actually killed him. So that was a big celebratory moment. Now, this father is going to litigate and needed help with legal costs, also getting Dr. Peter McAuliffe uh, to Canada in order to testify as a as an expert witness in this man's case. And so I offered amplification of his needs, and lo and behold, as we're sitting in the space, I'm like, hey, we could use money for sure, but for those of you who have Sky Miles, you know, part of the challenge was getting Dr. McAuliffe there into uh, into Canada and round trip ticket, you know, accommodations, whatever's necessary to to get him there. And so someone stepped forward and I said, hey, by the way, some of you have Sky Miles, you know, like, let's get creative. You don't always have to throw cash at something. Some of you don't have cash, but you have ideas. You have faith, you have hope, you have kingdom resources. All of the things I just mentioned are kingdom resources, right? That's part of getting in the ark. That that's the storehouse of riches that our kingdom provides, along with the monetary needs that are necessary to um, acquire and to pursue, right? In order to fulfill and to fulfill our Father's purpose on the earth, Amen. And that's really the only reason we're here, to be honest with you, to bring Him pleasure. And what brings Him pleasure? Helping people in need. And how do I know that? Because He said, <laughs> "You know, clothe me." Feed me, visit me, provide for me, provide drink. You know, Isaiah 55 is the banner over my ministry of thirst. So you don't have to have anything. You don't have to have money to purchase his hope, to purchase his redemption, to purchase his salvation. You can't. As a matter of fact, contrary to what some faith systems would have you believe throughout, you know, the archaic uh, time period of some belief systems, but there's no way to buy your way into our Father's kingdom can't be done. And even Christians uh, attempt to do it still through their tithes and offerings. And until you realize that you are his and he is yours and you're in Christ and he's in you and you're already seated at the right hand of the Father. So there's nothing for you to actually strive for other than to pursue righteousness daily and to walk after the Spirit daily. Once you realize that, there's an enormous amount of rest that comes with that. And then everything you do from that point forward you know is rooted in love for the Father and love for your fellow man. And that's what, in love for yourself, to be quite honest with you. And that is what all of the law hinges upon. Amen? Every bit of it. So I was so pleased that someone stepped up and said, hey, you can have my Sky Miles. Or not my Sky Miles, but I have a ticket that I've not used. It's international. I've, you know, I've got the money. I'll just pay for the ticket for Dr. McAuliffe. Check. Easy. Ding. Another easy, easy button. Love it. Love to push the easy button. And so that was done. Next. Who has hotel miles? Who wants to donate, you know, donate a $250 visa card so they can feed Dr. Peter, Peter McAuliffe while he's there? Right? So, so there are ways to skin cats. There are ways to problem solve that when your mind is double, when your mind is being distracted, which means you're being pulled in 20 different directions, it, it really is a lot like what they used to do. Go look up the root word, the root of the archaic 
definition, the etymology of, of distraction. It's pretty gruesome. It's actually like, you know, in Braveheart, where they quarter him, where he's drawn and quartered, right? And so they tie you at all ends of your limbs, and they pull in different directions, and you are literally pulled apart. That Welcome to distraction. That's what it means. So every time you're distracted, I want you to get that vision in your head and then repent for allowing the enemy to take you into distraction and become single-minded again. Because your life is too important to be distracted with the enemy's madness while Father has a victory path for us in all of life, even when we're in captivity. He does. And I kind of feel like that person in the POW camp that is like, hey, there's still reason to hope, <laughs> right? Because we are all held in captivity at the moment. And some of you really think 24 is going to be the answer and, and Donald Trump's going to fly through on a, on a cue balloon and, and it's all the digital army veterans are going to rise up. And I don't know what you guys are thinking, but I, I'm not counting on any of that. If that were to happen and there is some master plan that I'm simply not clued in on, okay. But I'm not placing my hope in that. Haven't we learned our lesson? And so whether there's a coup or a coup within a coup within a devolution and all that, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Neither do you. I'll tell you this. There's absolutely a game being run on the American people, just like we have run across many nations throughout the lifetime of our military industrial complex. That is 1,000% happening. You can count on that. That is single-mindedness. But again, I, I ask you, what difference does it make to your life if you're a kingdom dweller? So in the spirit, we're dwelling within the kingdom, in the fl- in, not in the flesh. In the temporal, we are here in this country. And there is absolutely work for us to do. But people are in need. People are literally about to put a gun to their heads. They're so done. And they feel so forgotten. And not only do they feel forgotten by us, but worse, they feel forgotten by Father. And if you go back and listen to my space from Sunday, you're going to hear those testimonies. And they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty hard to hear. Some people had to leave the space because they were getting triggered because their own lives are a mess and reflective of, of that, those feelings, and they just felt too challenged. And I understand that. It's not as if I'm immune to that, you know. But I remind myself, you get back into the word, take off the old man, put on the new woman, because that's what we do. We're in the new person. Amen. And uh, not do not walk after the flesh. Walk after the spirit. Ask wisdom to come alongside you. Every single morning you have new mercies. Invite wisdom into your day. She is anxiously awaiting to be invited into your life to guide you. That's what wisdom is for. And then the key is to simply not reject her. (laughs) And every ounce of wisdom you would ever need is right there in those 66 books. Every story, every oh my God moment, every what the heck moment, every prostitute, every murderer, every adulteress, every backslider, every doubter, every double-minded person, every righteous person in in terms of, of... how, you know, faith, like the father of our faith, Abraham, 
I mean, every character you can think of and every sin you could ever think of is in that book. It's all listed. So there's nothing new under the sun. Bestiality is not new. It's all listed right there in Leviticus. It's, it's all over your word. So nothing we do, nothing we need, nothing we hope for, nothing we say, nothing we're struggling with is new to our Father. None of it. But when our brothers and sisters feel left behind and they are in the snare of the enemy and we just walk by, mm -mm. nope, not on my watch, not with the ministry. So I want to say thank you very much to those of you who have donated. And you can also go and find this on my Twitter page. Uh, you can see the recording. You can see all the clips. Also, if you're not following Alpha Warrior, Alpha Warrior is a warrior. <laughs> he is uh, on Rumble. You can simply type in Alpha Warrior, and you will see this big muscle, this bicep pop up with an American flag. And Alpha was very generous with his time and donated in kind uh, his technical skills and uh, streamed that space. You can go and listen to it on Rumble. I believe it was also on my YouTube channel. And all of the links that you would need to be able to donate $5, $10, $20, $1,000, $10,000, $10, you know, any of your ideas that you have or resources for those folks, there's only five of them, you can find them right there. And you too can be a part of what we're doing, which is really, really God stuff. See what I did there? It's good stuff. It's Yah stuff. It's Father stuff. And so be prayerful about it. Even for those of you who are like, Monica, I don't have anything. Well, I bet you you do. I challenge you to look in your own storehouse, clean out that junk drawer in your heart and in your mind, look around, you've got $10. You have no idea how much it means to people who are sleeping in their cars with their kids. When someone cares $5. You know what that says to someone? You care. It doesn't say, oh, I can't believe they only gave $5. That's not what people in those positions are thinking. Trust me. I've, I've thankfully not had to sleep in my car, but I've been pretty broke, busted, and disgusted. And so every dollar helps. And it says to someone that I am still existing and that I still matter. And there's no way you can outgive our Father. Amen. The Word says that. Give, it will be given unto you. Press down, spilling over without measure. I mean, you can't even listen. You, you can't outgive Him, y'all. <laughs> you just can't. And so bring into the storehouse, right, your tithes and offerings. Thankfully, our fellowship does that not because they're trying to like buy their way into the kingdom or because you're supposed to. Uh, no, we have very cheerful givers in our fellowship. And so we're able to also donate to the cause of these folks, which is fantastic. I'm very blessed and pleased to be a part of that. And I also want to thank our sponsors, His Glory, who is Pastor Dave. You guys can catch them at His Glory uh, on Twitter, as well as their website. Uh, those guys do a lot of great work. Amanda Grace, uh, Prophetess Amanda Grace, is a part of uh, Pastor Dave's ministry. Pastor Dave partnered with us on this, and he they have graciously donated uh, a set amount to each campaign, 
We're very eternally grateful to them, no pun intended. And then we had uh, the David Pollock show, which is you can find David Pollock also on Twitter. And he is on terrestrial air every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time coming out of Florida. Uh, but he also hosts Twitter Spaces every Monday evening at 8.30, which I am gleefully one of his co-hosts. So we've had two very successful spaces in the past two weeks on Monday evenings at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. You never know what we're going to talk about. Last night we had constitutional scholars and attorneys and, uh, oh man, so many important, important voices in our space for what we're dealing with right now in the country. Uh, so that was very uh, informative. So if you want to come and learn, if you want to come and pitch in, absolutely pay attention to that. So the David Pollack Show was also one of our sponsors. Also, Vets for Child Rescue. Uh, you might be familiar with Craig Sawyer, Sawman Sawyer. He is SEAL Team 6. He is a bad mamma jamma. Uh, he is former SEAL Team 6. But he is kicking butt and taking names uh, in the arena of saving our children. Anything to do with child trafficking, shining a light on that, documentaries he's done, Contraland, I believe he has a Contraland too. We are actually in negotiation right now for distribution of his upcoming uh, documentary, which is sure to be, and his show for that matter. We have a lot of things going on here in my ministry world uh, in terms of, you know, mm, what the Lord is doing. I'll just leave it at that until I'm ready to announce it. But it's really, really good God stuff, and uh, I'm very honored and excited about that. So Craig and those guys partnered with us as well, so I want to highlight them uh, too. And and they, these guys have been handling you know child anti child trafficking efforts since way before it became cool, thanks to you know the movie The Sound of Freedom. So Craig and those guys have been pioneers on this for a few years now and, you know, tried to shine a very public light on it. So anything you can do to help those guys out, I would appreciate it. So our space was a success in, in my humble opinion. It went on quite a while. Um, and our next go around, we're going to do this once a month. And you are welcome to drop your specific need in either my DM and Twitter, or you can email me at Monica Matthews at protonmail.com. Monica Matthews at protonmail.com and that's with two T's and I will get that and uh, we'll put you in our folder and prayerfully consider, um, you know, who we're moving forward with, uh, forward with in the future. So thank you father for that. That was beautiful. And I love being single minded that way and doing kingdom work. I'm just going to tell you if you're dissatisfied, if you are not happy with your life or your work, I implore you, to get before Father and ask, inquire, and find out where it is you are not in alignment with his plan for your life. And sometimes when we're uncomfortable, we're supposed to be uncomfortable because he's leading us into you know, a place where we will actually inquire. You were born for a reason. I'm not going to suggest you only have one purpose throughout your lifetime because I believe different seasons bring different reasons. Um, they can. But you can have multiple purposes. We are multifaceted creations. And some of you have beautiful gifts that are just lying there dormant. I mean, you don't even know what they are because you just haven't, um, you just haven't inquired. So I'm going to encourage you to inquire. Now, something I want to play for you 
you know, the indictment heard around the world. I think, what are we on, number four now? Yeah, so we all knew that the indictment of Donald Trump was coming down through Georgia. We just weren't sure when, and we weren't sure who else was going to be rolled up into that, okay? And so I want to play something instead of boring you with my own take on all of this because I am a Georgia peach. Um, I want to play something for you uh, that is a recording. Uh, it's a video. You can find it on Vimeo. You can also find it on my Twitter feed. Also, Marcy uh, McCarthy, who is uh, DeKalb County Chair, GOP Chair, she has it on her feed on Twitter as well. Jenny Beth Martin of the Tea Party Patriots. Uh, she hosted a space last night as well, which was massive. I want to I want to say Representative Matt Gates uh, attended her space as well, and um, and so people are coalescing, right? People are coming together because they knew it was coming. They just weren't sure who was going to be included. And as the indictment reads, there could be other people who are going to end up on this target list too, or indicted. They just have not put that forward. I guess they went with the bigger uh, elephant, no pun intended, um, for for now, right? The, the bigger game, if you will. It is a very sad situation. I'm not going to diminish the seriousness of the situation, even though most, if not all, scholars and all uh, constitutional attorneys who have who have chimed in on this, who have been on my show, who have been on with me in DMs, will and who are very vocal about this online, Mike Davis being one of them, um, they will tell you that there's literally less than zero merit to this case, which which just you know makes you wonder. Some of you write it off as oh, it's just political fanfare, but I want you to consider the human beings that are at the other end of this indictment. I'm going to say something, and I've kept my peace, but I'm going to say something because it it just needs. I need to get it out. I am so grieved by the showmanship of all of this, not only for my state, my county, my country. I'm embarrassed. I am aghast. And knowing some of the people who are likely involved in the shaping of this RICO charge, I've kept my peace about it for months since she announced that she was going to go down that road. I've had to I've had to really dig in in my prayer time to release some people from my heart and just being mortified mortified that I I won't even pretend to guess the motive of people who decided that this was a good idea and to use a charge that is normally reserved for criminal gang elements to to really you know buckle down and, and really dis, disincentivize these criminal gang element, these little members who, you know, it's like, Hey man, we, we get you with a criminal gang statute on a Rico charge and you guys are going away. It's like charge upon charge upon charge. And before you know it, people are gone for like their whole lives because the, our Georgia has the toughest statute in the country on, uh, on our criminal gang statute and our RICO and, and how they create the nexus of RICO. So, and I know that because I've always been very proud to assist law enforcement of the state of Georgia with shining a light on the great work that they've done. 
I'm a fan of law enforcement. This is not law enforcement. This is not law enforcement. This is very detrimental to the fabric of our country. It's not, some of you think it's a big psyop, it'll never go anywhere. You have no idea just how bloodthirsty and, I'll just leave it at that. You don't know how bad the darker influence from the enemy's kingdom is on the souls of some of these people. But it's obviously pretty bad. So people are laughing at Fonnie Willis and her team. People are, and I don't mean like voters, I'm talking professionals within the legal uh, ecosystem. You know, I've seen them mocking online where it's like, this is absurd. I mean, that who who wrote this, right? These are just some of the comments. I'm not an attorney. I don't know. But this is pretty bad. And there, there are some really honorable people, I thought, who are involved in this. So I've just let it all go in prayer because I can't afford to take that on um, into my own, you know, into my own life where I know I'm called to do good work. And so I don't want to harbor bitterness or resentment or anger toward anyone because that's not going to do anyone any good, particularly my audience, right? I'd rather build bridges. Some bridges just need to be completely burned to the ground and having a detonator in your hand's not such a bad idea. And I can do that too, <laughs> proverbially speaking, of course. But others, you know, at some point we're going to have to rebuild the country. And so, you know, I'm thinking, why not me? Right? So we, we've already been overtaken in many ways, technologically, our election grid. I mean, ways that matter, right? Our infrastructure, a critical infrastructure, and that includes our election, our election grid. Um, we, we are now in captivity, right? And so how do we build how do, how do we how do we rebuild in the midst of captivity and in the midst of complete and total destruction because every one of our institutions has been uprooted and and to some degree you know i see the i see the hand of our father and he takes me back to daniel quite regularly especially around joe biden and it's like you know think about this the, the watcher and the angel of the lord came down to tell daniel hey um and, and through dreams to say nebuchadnezzar is is out of here like he's 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 on his way out for a season right and and he's going to go live with the beast because he just needs to be reminded of who's god and who's not right so he did for seven years he he looked like a looked like a, a maniac out and slept out with animals lived with the animals for seven years finally the word says he comes to his senses and he realizes that he's not god and god's like awesome Easy button, check, okay, now you can have your kingdom back. Because now you know that I do interfere in the works of man and in the plans of man. I do interject myself here in the earth where all of you little created minions are, right? So 
And I say that with love. So I'm always reminded that who's ever sitting up in that Oval, I almost said the white, the Waffle House. Whoever is sitting up in the White House or the Oval Office or the green screen of the day or whatever on Delaware Beach, I don't know. Uh, whatever's going on with all that, we have to know that all of this has been sanctioned by our Father. <laughs> so when you know that, you're going to have a couple of choices about how you're going to respond to that. <laughs> Okay, or react. You can either be like, what? God would never do that to us, Monica. He loves us too much, and and we're America, and he's an American God, and so he would never do that. Well, that's a lie. Go read your Bible, and he's not an American God. He is Yah. He is the Yah of the universe, full stop, period, right? And we're just a blip on the geographical universal globe of his mind and his heart. We matter. Don't get that twisted. But he is not an American God. (laughs) It's actually a very interesting series, by the way, on Netflix. It's not for the faint of heart. (laughs) So don't watch it with your children. Um, But then you could say, okay, so one reaction could be, that's crap. That's not how God works. And he would never do that to us. The other reaction is, and I and 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 I've personally gotten to this place where I'm like, well, so well, some people. Here's another reaction. It's a doomsday black pill. Oh gosh, you're right. That's it. He's coming. He's judging us. We're never getting out of this. This is it. Everybody, get ready. It's the tribulation. He's coming tomorrow, and everybody on the left is going to hell, right? And so you and all the other people listed, right, who aren't going to make it, and you know. Some of your characteristics may land you on one of those lists, one from one day to the next. But nevertheless, then there's the third option, which is the which is to me the sober option in way of looking at this, which is okay, if Father in fact allowed this to happen and it, all of this that's happening in this country was sanctioned by Yah on high, what is the appropriate response from His creation? who have obviously been led into captivity for the same reason everyone else has been led into captivity that he loved. Their reaction and their response was to repent. And they cried out to him and he said, okay. And he took away their captivity and they would live a generation or two, you know, high on the hog. Life is great. We're all rolling in holiness Right. And then lo and behold, some hot chick from another tribe or some foreigner, whatever, that would usually get the men all, you know, out of whack. And uh, next thing you know, they're lying down with foreign women they're not supposed to be with. They're they're adopting customs they're not supposed to adopt. And then they all go back into captivity. They're worshiping things they're not supposed to worship. They fall into idolatry. And father's like, all right, I'm done. That's it. All right, back to captivity you go. And this goes on and on and on throughout the Old Testament. Just read it. It's really a great novel. And so you see this, but the, but the, the, the whole heart and what I'm saying is, Father's heart for us is merciful. And if you want to take your country back, it has to begin on your knees, bowing your neck, receiving his grace and his mercy and his eternal life through his son and repenting from dead works and getting back on the track of life eternal. That is the only way this country will rebuild. 
And unless our Father builds the house, the builders build in vain. And unless Father is watching over this country, our watchmen stay awake all night in vain. And you could bring that down to a granular level on a, on a micro level into your own home, into your own county, your own state, your own city. Same thing, your own business. I'm building my business right now. Unless he builds the house, I build in vain. Amen. So if you want to take your country back and you want to take it back to a place of liberty, justice for all, equality for all, peace, you know, uh, economic health, borders, sobriety, sanity, you know, X and Y chromosomes, you know, very basic biology, you know, education, you know, you, you want to take it back to this, this place where we had hope in our eyes. We, we had a twinkle in our eyes. We were the hope of the world. We were the light unto the world because we carried the author of hope and light in our hearts, in our mouths, in our constitution, in our, in our, um, in our legal ease, right? He's in our founding documents. Like he's been, he's been all over this nation and we have 1000% turned our backs. And this is what happens. It happens in your personal life. Some of you know it, but he's so merciful. You guys, every morning, his mercy, go read, go read, um, Nehemiah, go read the prayer of Ezra in, in Nehemiah. Ugh. Wow. I mean, it goes over, you know, after the rebuilding of the temple, during the rebuilding of the temple, you, you just, you understand his heart toward us because he understands what we're made of. We're dust. <laughs> we're dust. The word says that he pities us like a father pities his children because he realizes that we're butt dust, not to be confused with butt dust, but some people maybe, but we are only dust. Right? So he understands our frame. But through Christ, we are called to live and breathe and move and have our being in him. And then we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Including, but not limited to, rebuilding our nation. So without further ado, I want you to hear from the mouth of uh, Georgia GOP chairman. He, he is our newly elected chairman, Josh McCoon. You may remember Josh's name. Uh, he was a state senator. And he was also running for Secretary of State. And had he actually claimed that victory for Secretary of State, I would wager we would not be in the position we're in, not only in the state of Georgia, but in this country. So obviously there's a reason <laughs> that Father did not sanction that victory. But it's okay because now we have him and his lovely wife, Jacqueline, who are at the helm of the state of Georgia. Jacqueline is a fierce prayer warrior, a woman of Yah, a daughter of Yah. Uh, She understands the power of prayer. She's also a part of a team of, 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 uh, of Republican women who have rallied together on their knees, petitioning the courts of heaven for our father to intercede 
on our behalf for the sake of righteousness and uh, to do away with all of this political persecution that people are suffering through right now all over the country, but certainly in the state of Georgia. And so, and, and Josh has been a very faithful leader, personal friend. Both of them are to me, my family. They have been of great service in the way of Josh as an attorney. Uh, they've just been wonderful. They've served our hearts, our minds, you know, our, our just, They've been great servants of the state of Georgia, and everyone here uh, respects and appreciates them. And so all that to say, Josh is, um, <laughs> Josh is someone that I, I would trust my, basically, you know, my wealth, my inheritance, uh, you know, that's a lot. I've entrusted my child to him and setting her up for success. I mean, he's just, he's a solid, he's, he's a solid person. And what you're about to hear is a man of integrity and a man of honor and somebody who wants to represent the state of Georgia in accordance with the Constitution and what is legal, lawful here in the state of Georgia. And so with that in mind, I'm going to play this for you because he's going to tell you exactly what has occurred here in the state of Georgia with the indictment of Donald J. Trump and 18 alleged co-conspirators. Okay, here we go. Hello, I'm Josh McCoon. I'm chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, and I'm here on a dark day in American history to talk to you about the criminal indictments that were handed down earlier today here in Fulton County. Unfortunately, these indictments have nothing to do with enforcement of the law and everything to do with gaining political advantage and notoriety for the district attorney of Fulton County. Now, what exactly happened in the 2020 election here in Georgia? There was an election contest filed. That's a lawsuit. It was filed in Fulton County Superior Court by President Donald Trump and former chairman of the Republican Party, David Schaefer. What was the purpose of this lawsuit? To ask some specific questions about the election in 2020, about voters that were allowed to cast votes who, according to the allegations of the complaint, lived out of state, were deceased, or had felony criminal backgrounds. Under Georgia law, once that lawsuit was served, President Trump and Chairman Schaefer were entitled to a legal hearing within 20 days where they got to get in front of a Fulton County Superior Court judge to prove these allegations. Unfortunately, that never happened due to the colossal failure of the judicial branch of government here in Georgia in 2020. But on December 14th, no one knew that would happen. It was only 10 days into the 20-day time frame. And so electors met at the Capitol to cast contingent electoral votes. What does that mean? It means those votes would only be counted if the president's legal contest was successful. And this is what the DA of Fulton County is trying to say is some sort of crime. It's preposterous. Look at what Democrats themselves have done over the years. In 2018, Stacey Abrams refused to concede the gubernatorial election to Governor Brian Kemp. For months, she never conceded. The current chairman of the Georgia Democratic Party led a crowd to the Capitol to protest and to say that the election was unfair. Does any of this sound familiar? No one was prosecuted for that. And they shouldn't have been prosecuted for that because asking questions about an election is perfectly normal. Does anyone remember 2000? Does anyone remember Vice President Al Gore litigating the Florida election results all the way through almost Christmas time of 2000. No one thought that Al Gore should be put in jail 
for doing that. And yet here we are dealing with this issue right now because we have a power-mad prosecutor whose loyalty to her political party and to her own ambition exceeds her loyalty to her country. Our country was built on the idea of self-government. And self-government is built on the idea of free and fair elections. How can you have a fair election if there's not a process to contest the election procedures and to ask questions and have those questions answered? It's at the very bedrock of how we have confidence in our electoral process. And now, D.A. Willis would like to make that a crime. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an Independent. I don't care if you love Donald Trump or you hate him. What you need to be thinking about is what does this mean for the future? What does this mean for our children and grandchildren? Do we really want to make it normal in America for the loser of an election to face criminal prosecution? Is that really the country that you want to live in? I think about faraway places I learned about in high school and college that don't have the safeguards and the institutions of our country where political figures were routinely indicted and prosecuted. Is that really what we want to have happen here in America? Do we want the only people working in politics and government to be people that are comfortable being routinely interrogated by law enforcement and occasionally indicted? Is that the kind of country you want to live in? If you agree with me that that's wrong and we need to draw a red line right here, right now, I want you to go to electortruth.com, learn more about what happened with our presidential electors in December of 2020, get the facts, and I hope you'll be inspired to make a financial contribution to support the work of the Georgia Republican Party as we stand on firm American legal tradition and principles in supporting our electors who are being prosecuted for no other reason than they asked questions about an election. So please, join me. Come to electortruth.com and support the Georgia Republican Party. Thank you. All right, that is Georgia GOP Chairman Josh McCoon. I'm going to read a statement put out on Truth Social by Donald J. Trump. Today he says, A large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be complete exoneration. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. That is Donald J. Trump on Truth Social at Real Donald Trump. And that was posted today at 1041 a.m. And uh, and Liz Harrington, I believe, uh, shared that as well. And you can find that on Liz's page and or mine. Um, so... <laughs> There's a lot of talk about why Governor Brian Kemp of the state of Georgia is not doing more to come to the aid, really, of the country at a time like this, much less the state. And doesn't he have political incentive to do so? 
I would argue it is the exact opposite. He has quite the incentive to remain exactly as he is. I think we're dealing with things that are a little bit over our pay grade as just everyday Americans who really don't understand who's pulling the levers and and who is at the receiving end of of having to tap dance for some really interesting foes. This isn't all political. This isn't all Georgia politics. No. This has been a long time in the making. Because that's how our adversaries plan. And that's how they scheme. And when they're not walking after the Spirit, they're led by their flesh, just like the rest of us. So I would encourage you to pray for Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger and Attorney General Chris Carr. There are a myriad of things that the three of them could be doing right now, particularly our AG and Governor Kemp, with regard to this indictment of not only Donald Trump, but the 18 alleged co-conspirators. But that's not happening. And that's not going to happen. So you can waste your energy being mad about it, tweeting about it, you know, pounding sand over it. I don't think anything's going to move any of them. Now, what will be interesting is to see what happens as of Monday. I have I knew nothing of this report. I have no idea what could be in it. And the, quote, uh, alleged rigors, I have no clue. So that'll be interesting. And what will come of it? I don't know that either. Some of you have lost all hope. I, I've, not com- I've not lost all hope. But I understand what's happening in the spirit realm. And I understand that we're in captivity. So what we pray for is that, A, we get our own souls and our own houses cleaned up and right before our Father. We pray, we petition the heavenly courts, and we ask for his mercy and for his grace and for him to adjudicate in the heavenly courts what needs to happen here with regard to fraud and theft and liars and thieves and false accusers. That's what we do. Those are our weapons. They're not carnal. They're of the Spirit. And I believe that whenever we align our will with the angels of heaven, with those who have been sanctioned, mandated, and dispatched into this earth to fulfill the will of our Father, when we align with that mind and heart and will, that we will move mountains. And we will be able to rebuild our country. I absolutely believe that. So I hope you will join me in that level of faith And it's going to require on some level that you tune out the naysayers. If your ear offends you, cut it off. (laughs) I'll add to that Monica's amendment there. Remember Christ said, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. If your hand offends you, cut it off. It's better to enter into heaven without one than to enter into hell with both, right? Well, some things that are leading a lot of people into the belly of hell right now, into the mouth of hell, is, um, is social media. It's who you're listening to what you're listening to, how often you're listening. It's also what you're saying, what you're agreeing to, right? And so be mindful of that because our words have the power of life and death. And what you don't want to do is bring a curse onto your own home. You want your home to be blessed. 
And so some of these folks I've said for three years now are caught in some pretty nasty snares is what I'm discerning in the spirit realm. And so we, we do pray that they would be removed from those snares and, and that father would provide a way out of the temptation with the temptation, which is what he promises all of us who call him father through the mercy seat of Christ. But I've also prayed that if those people will not bow to him and to justice and to truth, that he will simply execute his own justice in his own time. And I wash my hands and my heart and my mind of it. There are a lot of people around us, folks, who need help, and you may be one of them. And so I want to extend again, if you are one of them or know of someone who is in need of monetary assistance due to um, health issues, loss of job, people who are just at the end of their rope, they need ideas, they need resources, they need help, they need amplification, uh, please reach out to me at monicamatthews at protonmail.com, that's with two T's, and or you can DM me on Twitter if you follow me and I follow you. If that's not the case, your DM will not come through. So you're better off emailing me, and then uh, before long we'll have an administrative um, email set up, and you guys can submit all of those there. And uh, we're running that through Thirst Ministries, and make sure that you have your own gifts and go or give or GoFundMe or whatever of that nature, but a legitimate account set up uh, with you know an ability for people to contribute to you directly. We are not yet in a position where we are uh, taking on funds and then distributing. Not yet. Uh, we will be shortly, but uh, as of now, you know, that's how we're doing it. So thank you, Father, for this time together today. I bless the person listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you that you are a perfectly, just perfect, perfect daddy, perfect Abba, perfect Papa with a perfect plan. And that all of us listening, Father, have a place in that plan. That we were created for this exact moment in time. So wherever there's addiction, there's strife, there's struggle, there's doubt, unbelief, double-mindedness, fear, worry, all of the things of the enemy, Father, I pray that you would release your precious creation from those things. And as they fall out of agreement with the devil, that they would actually hear your voice, seek your voice, knock, find, ask, it'll be answered, knock, it's opened, seek and find, knock, it's opened, all of that, Father. Thank you that your word is true and that you're not a man that you should lie and that your word does not return void. So I thank you that people listening to me this evening, Father, that they sleep well, they rest well, they seek you, and thank you so much for your faithfulness over not only us as your children, but but the world. <laughs> thank you for allowing us to continue to breathe. I pray for our brothers and sisters in, in, in Maui, uh, in Lahaina, more specifically, Father, I don't know what's going on over there, but you do. And so with all of the conspiracy theories, with all of the possibilities, Father, I ask you to expose the works of darkness and that you do in your time and in your perfect way. And in the meantime, that help is able to reach the people that need help. And anyone who's trying to profit off of this, Father, that is that is standing in the way of, of people being able to receive goods and, and the good deeds of others and the heart of others to give, I pray that you would remove those NGOs and, and people, those dastardly people who are always just for gain's, for gain's sake, Father, for themselves, to glorify themselves, I thank you that you just remove those NGOs out of the way and allow the help to get to the people who need it. And I thank you for rebuilding. I thank you for upending every single plan of the enemy, Father, that it will not be allowed to stand and certainly not for the purpose of oppressing 
your people who abide in Christ Yeshua. So I thank you that we're here to do your will and your kingdom and your will is going to come and be done in this earth exactly as it is in heaven. That's what we believe for. That's what we ask for. We're not double-minded about it. And we all say in the name of the mighty Yeshua, the living Christ, amen. Thank you, Father, that it is done. Amen, amen. I love that. Amen. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, you guys have a good evening. Amen. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. Go get yourself some gold. Don't sit around waiting for these CBDCs to come down because they're coming. <laughs> your banks should start telling you, but they're they're here. They're coming. So go protect your, your money with gold. Uh, gold, silver, metals, uh, all, all that, palladium, titanium, all, all that stuff, all that. MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Do not miss out on protecting what you worked so hard to earn and father allowed you to earn it be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror remember if you're an american and a christian act like one